You. So, buddy, can you hear me? Yep. All right, perfect. Okay, we should be expecting Joe to come in, but I think that's pretty much going to be it tonight. All right. Yeah. But, man, how's your day, man? How's your week? How's everything been going, man? Well, let's just say Iron Banner has been kicking my butt. Oh, yeah. Seriously? (laughs) It's just so much. And when you're not playing with, like, people, it's like – there's no team like the whole like quest where it's like as a team use this or do that. It's like I'm doing it and everybody else is just Lord of Wolves, Ace of Spades, doing their own thing. Yeah, they just want to win. I get it. Hey, what's up, Joe? What's up? What uh, what quest up are you talking about, Paul? <laughs> More or less the one, the third one, yeah. where you have to get grenade kills is awful on the hunter. Awful. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and the one after that, where you have to get all the different weapon kills, especially the sword, because then I'm just crouched behind a wall, waiting for people, <laughs> waiting for heavy, just like. <laughs> yeah. And then you swing, so, and, and if they're too far away, and you whiff, and then you just keep whiffing, and then you're out of ammo after two swings, and then they just kill you. <laughs> I'm going to be using the exotic sword for that one. Sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't have it, so I was. I'm pretty screwed. I was using <laughs> I was gonna, that's like whatever, <laughs> whatever one you get for doing the ascendant challenge is the one that I was using. <laughs> I thought the same thing. If I had that dark blade, whatever it's called, where you just basically raise lighter 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Or not raise lighter, bolt cast or 2.0. It definitely would be way easier. Yeah, we know what you meant. Hey, do you think they should bring those swords back? Yeah. I thought they were bringing those swords back. It was speculated that they would, but yeah. What was the what was the arc one? It's like boltcaster, yeah. Boltcaster. See, but why would you bring boltcaster back when you already have dark talent or whatever it's called? Because it's arc. Because yeah. it's arc. That's it. That's the only reason. Hmm. But you already have one that shoots a protect projectile. You could just bring back dark drinker and have that one as arc. Oh, yeah, but just because I don't know, man. <laughs> They should just they should just come up with like a general like sword hilt that you can upgrade to whichever element you want. Do you remember back in D one where if you needed a quest uh, for sword kills in PvP, the hilt kill was actually enough? Yeah. Well that's <laughs> yeah. what I was asking, like if, if hilt kills counted for the step that the sword step on that thing. I don't know. You should you should test that out. Crowd just that would be hilarious. It's actually <laughs> more dangerous than you think. <laughs> What do you think? All right, well, let me do the intro. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the 29th episode. Wait, oops, excuse me. 39th episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne0111. Shut the heck up. Wayne0193. And we got our two co-hosts back in the building, Grim Bones and Superflymana. Welcome to the show, guys. You. All right, yeah. So uh, for the listeners' sake, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys... uh, I love Destiny. Keep on tuning in. But if you guys have other interests in other games, we do have a, another podcast that's associated with this one called the EBD Podcast. That's EBD Podcast. Uh, we talk about everything but Destiny. So if you're interested in that, we record every single week. It's a little bit of a, ca- a little bit different. Uh, a little, I was going to say casting couch, but that's a negative connotation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be in that couch. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to be on that couch. Yeah, it's, it's, well, especially with all these men here. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, 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 it's a different, uh, it's a different crew, different co-host. I feel sticky. What'd you say? <laughs> I feel sticky. Yeah, that's <laughs> disgusting. Oh, okay. Anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Like I said, the EBD podcast. If you are interested in uh, playing other games, or you just want to hear about other kind of news, and we just have fun, uh, tune into the EBD podcast. Okay. All right. Let's move on forward. So uh thanks again guys for tuning in uh thanks again for coming on the show i do appreciate y'all time i know i say thank you all the time but i really mean it it's uh your time is valuable and um, i want to treat it as such so let's get into it okay you so we could we were just talking about iron banner not too long ago and that was the first thing on the list um i'm not I'm i'm gonna be honest with you i have avoided iron banner for at least three to four months when it was available because i'm just i i've gotten used to comp in the 4v4 competitiveness, but since comp is very predictable in terms of the loadouts being used, which is the meta, which is something that we could talk about, you know, last or later down the podcast, 
um, I just decided to just stick with that. And uh, in 6v6, because that's what Iron Banner is, but it's also, I also like the fact that Iron Banner is a, uh, has power enabled, so you have to be a certain light level uh, to even be effective in the Crucible, no matter what gun you have. If your light level sucks, then you are going to feel the you're going to feel the, uh, the you're going to feel the effects of it if, if a guardian is a, is a higher light level than you but um it was just the 6v6 was too chaotic for me i think i don't know and because these maps were made for 4v4 I, I believe most of them were anyway i just want 3v3 to come back but we do have um an iron banner quest well i guess we've been had the iron banner quest every single month as of late but they did switch it up a little bit and we're gonna go over that really quickly and then paul and joe y'all can talk about your Iron Banner experiences a little bit further. Joe, did you actually go through Iron Banner at all lately or this month so far? Yeah, so I've been playing uh, it's been, I've been doing really well on comp I'm almost mythic, so I've been like right but I, I've played uh, and I still so you- stand by play control you say, you say you still stand by what? People not knowing how to play control. Yeah, I, honestly, it, it's it's still everyone just wants to get their kills, man, and it, it's yeah. very, it can be very frustrating playing solo. Just like Paul was saying, when you're playing solo by yourself, when you want to just get an objective done that requires F team effort, and you don't you're not communicating, or they just don't want to do it, you're not going to have a good time. But we're just going to get into the changes that are already implemented for Iron Banner so far. Um, so Lord Saladin will return next week. I'm not reading this. Okay, I'm just going to read next. All right, this season's Iron Banner armor is now acquired through a quest. Each armor piece will be granted upon completing its associated quest step. Each armor piece will be granted as a powerful reward. After unlocking an armor piece, it may be re- reacquired. It may be reacquired with random rolls through Iron Banner reputation packages and match rewards. If you are a veteran player who earned Iron Banner ornaments in the past, this season's armor is compatible with year one Iron Banner ornaments. I think that's cool. Because, I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm, the, sam- the samurai uh, attire is, is kind of cool. But I, I, remember, I remember, Paul, you said, we're guardians, man. We need to, I don't know, get crazy with the outfits. And I don't know, I feel like giving us something familiar, like samurai. I don't really understand it. But okay. Um, and I'd say the Iron Banner packages have also been updated as well. Iron Banner armor may now roll with enhanced perks. New weapons have also been added to Iron Banner packages and have a higher chance to drop on the first package you redeem. Also, new Iron Banner shaders, an emblem, and a sparrow may be earned through objectives that must be completed during Season of Opulence. Iron Banner bounties will continue to grant rewards and Iron Banner tokens. Iron Banner bounties no longer unlock direct purchase for Iron Banner gear. As long as it's now acquired directly through the Iron Banner quest. And they gave us a little sneak preview what the Iron Banner gear looks like, which obviously it looks good, but it's pretty much it. Um, they, uh, you were just talking about that, Joe, about Valor Boost. It said Valor Boost will also be available next week in Iron Banner, which is mm-hmm. right now, and yeah. the rest of the Crucible. So it says Saladin will also have some other items available, including this new. So they got a new emblem in here. Just kind of cool. Uh, I just kind—I I didn't even. This is a side note, but the raid stats for the uh, Crown of Sorrows, which is the new raid for this season, the world's first. Obviously, six guardians completed it uh, within 24-hour completions. Within 24 hour, 24 hours, uh, 535 guardians completed the raid, and within a week, over 45,000 guardians completed Crown of Sorrows for the first time. That's really cool. Can you, and I'm thinking. Compare. Do you remember when? Uh, what was what was the raid that was really difficult, or people just didn't want to go through? Whoop. Last what wish. It? Wait, was the last wish? I think. I yeah. I want to say it was last wish because even the uh, even the Siva raid, people enjoyed that one and got through it eventually. And I thought the Siva puzzles until last wish. Last wish was just like, ain't no way I would have known that. <laughs> yeah, because they they showed us the stats. They're like, how many people d- completed this? They're like, uh, a hundred. <laughs> like, yeah, 
They're like a hundred. Wait, sorry, I added a zero. Ten. Yeah, it was it was ridiculously. I mean, once people know how to beat a raid, it's not like the hardest thing in the world. Granted, light was definitely a big factor week one or weekend one. They ever, a lot of people waited till that reset to get the extra the boost and power and stuff. But I mean, what they have like two, maybe three teams even do it in the first twenty four hours. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was rough. Man, people had to, I, I, people had to like take a break, like take go to sleep, wake up, and keep trying. Like that's too much for a raid. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I I, I appreciate I guess the effort Bungie put in for mechanics and trying to have people figure things out. I do appreciate it, but um, I don't know. I believe it's a combination of I guess how difficult a raid may be, or how intricate you know, or I guess how difficult you know the raid may be, and also the people you're playing with too. Because if you're gonna be playing with someone you don't like you're definitely not going to have a good time. But before before we continue on, we're just going to dive right into more of the topics. Don't worry. We're going to uh, touch on Iron Banner and our experiences with it and what we expect. But now a word from our sponsor. About to join the podcast. I know. Welcome back. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I just a little podcast prompt. Hey, quick question for you, though. You're a crap. Oh! Oh, there he is. Oh, hey. You. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I just used that as a bathroom break. And I was like, did you wash your hands? <laughs> I'll take that as a bathroom break. It's like, it's been while we're... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of need to go to the bathroom, too, but I'm stuck in the kitchen. Well, we wouldn't know. <laughs> no, now. See. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, you wouldn't. I unplugged the thing. <laughs> no, you hear the poop, poop, poop. My <laughs> mic is so sensitive. You'll hear everything. Splashing of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear some rocks dropping in the puddle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, uh, you know, those dinosaur eggs in the water. I can't wait to see <laughs> yeah, what it is. <laughs> the tachachachia dinosaur. All right, so oh. Paul, Joe, actually Joe, I actually want your thoughts first, and then you get you could go, Paul. I can't really say much about Iron Banner. I, I, I'll say my little two cents here. I'm okay with Iron Banner having a quest. Um, I, I do want to get back into Iron Banner, I guess, because uh, a lot of people are playing it. But I want to play with at least three other people or two other people, so I can have at least a three man fire team, right? But um, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. actually going to get back into it uh, starting tonight. It's going to be a Destiny night. I just got off work, so I haven't played Destiny for a couple days. And we're just, I'm just going to be on Destiny all night. So I'm excited for the quest or, I guess, the little change-ups that they're having and the rewards and everything like that. Um, but that's all I got because I haven't played Iron Banner in about four months. So, Joe, why don't you uh, start off with the topic at hand and go for it. What do you think? Wow. Okay. So we're, we're going to go back. So, sorry. You're cutting out so many times. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's still cutting out. You know, really you know, in the, you know, in the game, when you, you see people rubber banding like crazy, that's like you talking right now. It's like one second. Awesome. You're like, <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're moving side to side in my speaker. You have like, to Wi-Fi. Is that right better? Oh, that sounds better. Keep going. Keep going. Hello. Oh yeah. Hello. Can you hear say a tongue twister real quick? Can you can you hear me? Yeah. yeah way better. Sorry. Way better. <laughs> I got off the Wi-Fi. I'm still stuck in that hotel, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna have real people adult Wi-Fi next week, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I didn't realize my phone hooked up to the Wi-Fi, so I was gonna get upset and blame you guys, but then I realized <laughs> it's me. Um so the I think they made a good move with the quest line stuff. As far as, like, getting armor, and I'm really pleased with how high the armor's dropping. I think it's, like, 10 light higher than uh, some of my stuff. Um, so, I think that's pretty cool. I, I still feel like Iron Banner just uh, kind of hit, like, a dry spell, though. You know, I mean, it's not, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen, like, once a month. It's kind of like a nice little break from other competitive stuff in the game as far as PvP things. But I don't feel like, you know, when Bungie said, like, oh, we're going to change it to where, like, when you hit a higher light level, like, people are going to look at you at the tower and be like, really cool, wow, yeah, nice. And I just don't get that vibe, you know? And I think Iron Banner was supposed to be one of those things to kind of promote that, and it just really hasn't delivered for me. 
Okay. Wow. Decent. Okay. I have nothing to add to that, to be honest with you. I wasn't really expecting you to say that, to be honest. But, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Joe. Anything else you want to add? No, that's about all I got. All right, Paul, Abdul, go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> so Iron Banner alone, like, I didn't even realize it changed. So, I go to see uh, Ward Salad Bar. I'm like, all right, Iron Banner this week. I see him at the as little icon. I go grab the the bounty right or whatever it is and i grab all the fuck the i almost cursed all the i guess the daily bounties okay and i start doing those i'm like yeah you gotta you know you gotta capture zones you gotta use different weapons you gotta you know abilities the normal stuff and i do all of them and then i realize i have like his little like quest thing still and i look at it and i'm like all right let me start working on this like i don't know what it's going to give me but it literally starts off easy, right? The first two I probably did in the first night. Um, I think, what is it? Test your strength. You just got to capture zones. Uh, or armed and dangerous, you capture zones. No, I don't know. What are, you got to kill first people, two and then it's the next step is like capture zones. Capture zones, zones. yeah. So, so normal stuff that you do in Iron Banner control. Mm-hmm. Right, then, right. Light, then light it up hits it. And it's like, as a team, you need to kill people with your super get grenade kills and melee kills. Well, let me tell you, as a team, grenades don't kill. As a team, nothing happens because it's just me. And getting grenade kills as a hunter is the hardest thing. Like a thermite grenade for a Titan kills people. A warlock, I don't know if the handheld supernova counts as a grenade, but let me tell you, those grenades that they throw kill me. And then you have the pulse grenade, which both of them have, and that definitely kills people. So I'm like barely trucking along. I have my super kills. I have my melee kills. It takes me at least a day and a half to do the, the grenade ones. And I'm like, all right, move on. Then I think I did this one today. Then we get to nonstop, which you have to use an auto rifle, a fusion rifle, sword, sniper, and scout rifle to kill people. Again, as a team. But I noticed after like three matches, the, I'm, I'm the only one using these weapons. Like everybody's using hand cannons. <laughs> shotguns grenade launchers like you name it they're using it but other than maybe like one other dude sniping i'm the only one out there with an auto rifle i'm the only one out there with a scout i'm the only one out there with a sword looking like an idiot and it literally (laughs) it literally took forever and i was just getting pissed and then as if that's not enough then you have to put the last step you have to win matches like if you lose, you only get 2%. If you win, you get yeah, like 8 or 16 or 32. Like You have to string along matches. And as a solo player, that is the hardest thing to do. Like, do oh, not my God. Yeah. yeah. But that's not, a, that's not the worst part. The worst part, <laughs> the worst part is now that I have all pieces of armor, to get the Triumph, I still have to play five more matches and kill 50 more people, which – can be done that's not that hard but i'm just exhausted with iron banner i'm done with it and i've only done it for one character like i can't imagine doing it for all three characters like oh my god God. (laughs) that's like the highlight of this book (laughs) my favorite part of paul's description is how your attitude switched to like being at the dmv all day (laughs) no that is exactly how it feels (laughs) like I'm so done with Crucible, like, done. And on top of that, I've been doing comp all week as well because I just was like, all right, time to get back into it. So I got my – the mountaintop, and I got the recluse, and I'm, like, two wins away from getting the revoker, and I'm on a five-game losing streak, so that's just putting me in a piss-poor mood. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm now, I got the fable. I'm back in whatever's below that heroic, like three. And I just, I literally, I was playing good and my teammates suck. Then I have good teammates and I suck. It's like, I can't. Yeah, that's calm for you. I just can't. And I think it's just Iron Banner. I think Iron Banner is just messing me up right now. Like going back and forth, like you said, between the 6v6 oh, yeah. to the 4v4. Like, because I can run through Iron Banner with my recluse by, my, by itself and just murder people. And then as soon as I go to comp, I'm like trying to shoot somebody with my recluse from too far away. And they just literally, I'm telling you guys, PC, when it comes to sniping, it doesn't matter. I'm in my super. I jump around a corner, dead. It doesn't matter. I slide, dead. 
It doesn't matter. You get sniped everywhere. You run out of cover, you're dead. Like, I literally, I wanted to record my teammate. Him and this one dude were having a standoff, and my teammate's just sitting there, and you could see his sniper moving around. Like, you could see him moving around where he's aiming and stuff. And the guy's in the window, and he's just moving back and forth because we're playing that Wormhaven one. All of a sudden, as soon as he steps out, bang, dead. We win the round. And I'm like, oh, my. I even had to, like, type and message him. I'm like, dude. Like. That's incredible. I just just imagine, like, Paul, like, typing so frantically. (laughs) Well, it's so easy to type because it's, like, just – I don't know. I need to to use a mouse and keyboard because it's just impossible to use a controller and to keep up with some of these people, especially with Lord of Wolves. The way the way that you can move and aim and shoot with a mouse and keyboard, if you're good with it, like good night. Like this one dude was just destroying me with the Lord of Wolves the other day, and I just I'm so sick of playing PvP right now. I just want to get my Revoker and finish his Iron Banner and then put it down. And not to mention therapist right now. I do, but the the worst part of throwing a hug your way. All right, so now the real worst part about it because I forgot about this. I reset my. I reset my valor five times or three times already. I'm already halfway yep. up again. Uh-huh. I still have to get pulse rifle headshots because now I'm working for my Redrix broadsword that I don't still have. have to on. Finish that! Oh my gosh. Well, oh, I'm on yeah. PC, so I don't have it. So I'm working right. it, and I don't even have a good pulse rifle. I'm literally <laughs> like, if if it's not vigilance <laughs> wing, I'm using claws <laughs> like, of the wolf with trash rolls, like. <laughs> I'm just so sick of having crap weapons that it's like, oh, now go use a sword. It's like, all right, well, let me use this piece of crap. Like, all right, now go use this pulse like rifle. A sharp stick for a sword. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, and I'm done. I'm done being a, a hunter. Like, I swear. Like, I love being a hunter for PVE stuff, but I hate being shoulder charged every two. Like, literally, Titans run around in circles, slide, jump, oh, yeah. shoulder charge, slide, jump, shoulder charge. And that's all they do. Like, I know it's coming, but you the time to kill is too high. So when they're running around a corner, especially on PC, they can move so fast. And yeah. the, the shoulder charge <laughs> is like halfway across the screen. And then you have the stupid warlocks. Oh, I'm about to die. Handheld supernova. Like, Dude. give it a fuck. Give it a rest. <laughs> Just get, get over it. I'm a hunter. I throw a knife. It doesn't even kill you in one shot. Like n- nothing I do can kill you in one shot. Yeah, I was no. like pacing in his room right now. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> I, I get. He's about to slip up. Give me a. I I'm just. I. I'm like. I love playing on PC. I love the the movement, the graphics, the frames, everything about it. I can get through a strike in like five minutes. Like everything about it is better, except playing pvp because i just die all the time like i'll make great plays and I'll, I'll kill a bunch of people and then i'll die the most like mediocre i don't know how i just died like death and it's just it's frustrating and you know <clears throat> i was actually talking about that uh with adam before i was like you know what there's no one hit kill for hunters at all there's no like abilities that's what i'm saying like i'm talking about alone i know they have exotics to help them out with that I believe the liar's handshake, which is that gauntlet that can help. Yeah, uh, I need know, those. Or the or the Kepri sting if you happen to position yourself. Right. Yeah, and you're right. That's that's the one hit kill with the exotic. But if you're behind them, you got to be behind them too. It's like from behind. Like when are you really Bro, behind you somebody? What, Hunters have blade barrage and, and comp. I'm like, I'm I'm sick of that. Oh. I don't even use it. Do you know? I, sure, I don't know. Yeah. You want to go about supers? I literally die. 90 out of 100 super on super attacks. If I'm a blade dancer, not a blade dancer, if I'm a spectral blades, a, a spectral blades, everything kills me. I can't kill anything one shot. I can't even kill another spectral blade one shot. Like everything <laughs> kills me. Everything kills me one shot. And I'm like, how? This is so dumb. Yes, blade barrage can kill other supers one shot, but it's like, I don't even like using it. Golden Gun can't kill Super One Shot. At least make the top, the bottom tree where you only get three shots. Let me put somebody down one shot, no matter what. Like you're gonna see me with what's the the, the Celestial Nighthawk or whatever it is. I'm gonna be running around with that thing just to make sure that when I shoot somebody, they die. <laughs> just think I rock the Celestial just to guarantee a kill. <laughs> because I literally I can kill people, and even like uh, 
I die in my super all the time. I'll kill like one or two people, but I get team shot. I get sniped out of my super. I literally just my I just got all the Iron Banner stuff, and I literally just masterworked all of it because when I go back to comp, I want to make sure that I don't get sniped around a corner in my super again. I got a question for you, Paul. What's more aggravating to you? Um, getting killed by a warlock with a handheld supernova when he's actually absolute like multiple times or uh, or uh, or getting killed in your super by one dude <sighs> without him being in his super he just killed you with a gun <laughs> you know what I, I kill people sometimes in their super with a gun like I think that that's part of the game like I hate when I hear people pop their super, I never run away. I'm never like, oh, I'm out of here. I see half my team run by me, and I run straight at them, and I, I try and kill them because in my eyes, Destiny 1, especially like Trials, old school Trials, it was 3v3. If somebody came at you with a super, if all three of you stood your ground and shot them, they were dead. Like it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that's the way I'm... I still play. So I don't mind one dude killing me. I hate being sniped coming around a corner. In my super, especially when I'm changing elevation, like I don't know how they do it. They just get me that that good, I guess. But the handheld supernova, you're literally giving them a super ability, but as a regular ability. You know what I mean? And I, I don't I don't play warlocks. I don't even know how it actually works. Like, do you lose your melee ability? Do you lose your grenade ability? Does it eat some of your super? Uh, I think you lose the grenade. It's a grenade. I, I think, think you just, yeah, I think you just lose a grenade. So here, the, the what the, what makes it worse? Uh, well, I guess good and bad. Uh, I guess if you're on the receiving end, it's terrible. Well, they have a hand, they have an exotic for them, like a gauntlet, where you I, they resist damage like a ton of. Oh, damage. I know. Oh, oh I, I, I know. Takes me off. <laughs> like I'd rather get shoulder charged. <laughs> yes, I would rather get shoulder charged because I can at least be like okay, I saw that dude coming, and he got me, right? But literally, I'm killing this dude, and all of a sudden, it's just like, um, I don't know, you just see, it's like he's underhanding you something. Like, you're like, hey, can I have an apple? And he's just tossing you an apple, like, nonchalant. It's like, boom, you're dead. And I'm in my super, and he's absolute, and he's just like, and he just, like, sidesteps and just, like, tosses it on the ground, and you're just done. He said, said, can I have an apple? Yeah, sure, have an apple. Yeah. He just balls a hand grenade at you, and you're like, "What is this?" Throws a snow globe. Yep. And then he still has it. And then, and then you guys are telling me he still has his super after that. Like, that's another thing that drives me insane. Yeah. No. Oh. So, so, I, so let me ask you guys. Uh, I know we had kind of touched it, and maybe I didn't read up on it, but what happened with Lord of Wolves? Because it's like on steroids now. Okay. So they made it so you can proc. Um, what is it? What's the terminology? I'm trying for? to think. It's called. Like, uh, uh, Something of something the pack wolf of the pack, uh, Lord of the no heart of the or... bump it here. I'm just gonna read it now. Lord of the hunt. I'm just gonna read it now. No, but basically the perk that you used to have to kill somebody and then reload your weapon and get it. Now you can just hold X and it just activates it. What? So it basically shoots all of your ammo out at once up to like thirty rounds. Whoa. So it turns into like it just melts people, takes you out of your super. It just literally you get within close range, you're done. Like even with the like I'll push people with the recluse and if I'm not paying attention and I don't realize they have uh Lord of Wolves, they'll just destroy me like twice as fast. Well look, since we're talking on since we're on the subject, I will just read <clears throat> what Bungie is doing about it. They recognize the problem and they're, or they're talking about it. So I'm just gonna read it here, okay? All right, so the most recent changes to Lord of Wolves created a monster. There's been a lot of discussion online about it. <clears throat> Once honorable, the Lord of Wolves has become a hard to stop. What'd you say? I was just like the once honorable. <laughs> just threw it in there. Nah, I thought it was kind of corny, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said that uh, the Lord of Wolves has become a hard to stop werewolf in Lord Saladin's contest. It's super rigged, a small silver lining. It seems like roaming supers get melted by it. FYI, we're looking at reducing the damage resistance of roaming supers this fall. <clears throat> Rather you No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why? We don't need we don't need any more resistance. I, I they need to they need to literally redo the whole super thing. Like I know I complained and I said I want to feel super when I'm in my super. I hate being sniped out of my super. But at the same time, like maybe they should just do away with roaming supers. No. Maybe it's hey, I have a <laughs> No. I don't know. I just, I hate the fact that 
and I'm jumping back in again. So here, here's the thing that kills me. I'm a Titan. I have my one-eyed mask on, which still is not nerfed nearly what it needs to be. And I have my Lord of Wolves, and I'm running around, doing my thing, building up my super energy, and now guess what? Now I popped, I think it's bottom tree, where you just can like continuously shoulder charge people yeah, as, as a striker, as as and it just keeps giving you, yeah, and you keep getting more super energy back. I am just like... That that combo right there is aggravating. When I'm in the when I'm in the crucible, and this dude is absolute, and then he kills me with Lord of Wolves out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he has an overshield, he's full health, he goes. I see him shoulder charge a few more people. Now he's popping his super. He kills me on one side of the map. I spawn in. All of a sudden he's behind me again. Like that's another thing. Like this Iron Banner, I noticed it the most. I keep spawning where the enemy is. Like. Not just where that one guy is. There's like two of them, and one of them has their super every single time, like mid-match. And I'll literally rack up like three or four deaths in like less, less than 60 seconds. Yeah. And I can't do anything. Yeah, that's something I need to work on is the spawning issue. That's another thing. It's been a while, but there's times where I spawn right next to a person. Like, they're spawning at the same time as me. And I thought it was my teammate, and I look like, oh, snap. And then we have a, we kill each other. But, yeah, that's, that's another thing, too. Uh, Dude, I wish they had a thing where you could pick where on the map you spawn. Like, it gives you an option. How like, about where nobody else is? Like, they need to have, like, 30 spawn locations per map. Yeah. And you go to the one furthest away from everybody behind yeah. cover. Okay. Or when you spawn in, you don't show up on radar for, like, 10 seconds. Nah, that's too long. But you know what I mean. Like, Actually, yeah. no, I was going to say, a freaking, whatchamacallit, uh, I remember when Battlefield 1, the, during the beta, when you play PvP, I don't know if you guys ever played Battlefield 1, but and when you die, they would, like, they would let you pick your spawn point. Now, like, of course, yeah. to a certain degree, where, where the battle is, because if you are a teammate, like, you are were, you were pushing against, you're pushing, you know, through the trenches to go get the other people behind enemy lines. So as long as the battle was moving, you can pick where you want to go as it was moving, which I like that. Um I mean, I wish there was something like that, or I don't know, man. It's just yeah. Or or when you're dead and you have that five seconds, you can see all your team. You can see everybody. It's like a chessboard. You can see all your teammates. You can see the enemy, and you can pick which teammate you want to spawn next to. I think that'd be a cool idea, but that but then that because they just need to make different maps now. To be honest with you, like because I believe most, they do. I believe most, if I'm sorry, all if not most uh, of these maps are. Um, are made for 4v4 period. Most of them, at least. Bro, what happened to the maps where they're like, hey, this map is actually huge, so here's like a bike that you can ride yeah, yeah. the other side. What are you talking about? Those like, were the best. We talking about like, first awesome. light. First light, yeah, that was that was the destiny. Of on the moon. Bro, the sniping on that map was awesome. There was another map yeah. from Think Denver. about it this way. We used to play trials on those maps. Like yeah. huge maps or three the whole on three. Map to get over to the fight, dude. <laughs> yeah. Now we play maps that are half the size of a regular map for six v six. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, and nobody's gonna help me catch that point. It's just not gonna happen. Oh, uh, you know, I think the worst idea, the worst map to play six v six on, is a uh, burnout or whatever's that burn, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? You know what map I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Oh my. yeah, like the old burning shrine. Oh, that is. Oh, that is true. Dude, that's like that's like trying to have a gang fight in someone's bathroom. Like that's not <laughs> so like are we doing this? Yeah, hold on, let me flush. Like it's just too close. Yeah, no. It's pretty bad. I will let, let it's me It's like time out, time out. My foot fell in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, help him out real quick. All right. Put the sh- put the shower curtain back up. <laughs> well, look, so since we were since we were talking about Lord of Wolves, we're just gonna finish it off real quick. Um, they said whether you've been release the wolves. Really, what did I say? Oh, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. That's release the wolves. That's what it's I called. just thought about it. That's what it's called. Thank you. Um, they said whether you've been tamed by it or you're running around as a pack in Iron Banner, we're going to bring the wolf. The okay, man, dude. Why can't they just say what they mean without being with all this? <laughs> dude, this ticking me off. Because they think they're being cute is what it is. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's so corny. All right, all right, bro. All right, so anyway, sometimes Destiny is going to have goofy. I'm not reading this. I'm sorry. Okay, so basically. Yeah, you don't have to read it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's called Release the Wolves. And when you hold down X, it now like cycles all of your ammo in 
and you are up to 30 rounds and you basically just burst fire all 30 rounds. I mean, look, I feel like <laughs> Paul really meant to say, like, when you hold down the button, you turn into a jerk. That's <laughs> what you need to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, because I actually like the Lord of Wolves. Like, I, that's one of the guns I actually want to use and experiment with, but it's kind of out of control right now in PvP, just in general. I've seen some clips where yeah. people will get, and I believe this is mainly on PC, to be perfectly honest with you. It is. Most... It's horrible on PC. Dude, it is oh, so bad. I got bad. wrecked a couple times, man. From far away, though? Like, what the heck was that? From was far away? Was it from far away, Joe? Like, how far? What, did they kill you, though? Uh, It was, like, coming around a corner. Huh? I, I want to say it was, like, yeah, it was surprising to me. It was, like, mid-range. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, dude, I've, I've seen on PC where, you know, it, it, the map Eternity? Yeah. Okay, so do you know? I where, hate that map. You, that you map know? is terrible. By okay, so, oh, I love that you, map. So, you know where the bomb is, right? In Eternity, Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, well, there's two bombs. What am I talking about? But it doesn't really matter. The point is, like, the, the, uh, there's, there's, like, a little outside area like with, like, balls, like, laying, like, near the sands of time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah there's, like, a step down. Usually people slide into the balls. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so, dude shot, like, he was on one end, and the dude was on the other end, and he killed him with the Lord of Wolves. With the no way, dude. I'm not even kidding. Not even what? kidding. On PC. Like, knocked him out. <laughs> Bro, PC sounds not so fun. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay, so we got some good well, news. I forgot. It's bring... fun, but it's... So, I mean, I, I, like... forgot, I forgot to bring this up. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, we're, I, I want to at least... Can, I kind of want to get the boring news out the way. I mean, it's not boring, but I, I hate the fact that I'm just reading all this. But uh, we're going to talk about Tess Eververse and the changes coming to it. It's this transmog information, which I, I, I do think is cool, like, looking at it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to look at it. I'm definitely going to use it. So uh, they said uh, the title is Fall Eververse Changes. And they say, hey, everyone, uh, uh, like we did a few weeks ago on the live stream, we're going to continue to talk about how, des- how Destiny will continue to evolve this fall and beyond. This update is how we're going to change Eververse. We've already made a number of changes to Eververse in Season of Opulence. We've redesigned the store. We've made bright engrams only include year one gear and have it. And, and, and have it biased heavily toward giving you items you haven't unlocked in your collections. And we're going to make more changes to the economy, store, and armor in this fall's patch. Now, straight to the armor, they said it stinks to go to the Eververse store and see an item that looks cool, then seeing that item has bad perks on it. In fact, when we're setting up the armor, we twist ourselves up in knots to make sure the Eververse armor sets didn't have good perks. We did this because we want the best way to get sweet perks on armor to be by playing the game, not shopping for enhanced hand cannon loaders at test, which I believe is that's a that's a I think honorable thing to do. I think that's the right thing to do, I guess you could say. Uh, the I mean, off- I agree when they said when I read that or heard that I agreed with it. But at the same time, like, don't make a Vanguard Dare outfit for the hunter, which actually looked pretty sweet and has meaning behind it. And then just give it like poop rolls that I'm never going to use, because that's exactly yeah. what they did, and that's like so dumb. Do you think they should Has give anybody a- gotten anything good out of Eververse that's like worth the? No, it's just cosmetics. So, so like yeah, for the most part, like there's nothing really in here that I've, I, I'm like dying to get. The best things that are in the test Eververse store to me are the ghost. Honestly, that's it. That's all I care about. Um, but yeah, let me. I'm, I'm gonna finish up here. Um, they said the root cause, dating all the way back to Destiny One, is that the Eververse armor has always had perks slash gameplay capability as part of the package. They said we're done with that. As of this September, all Eververse armor is being converted into universal ornaments. These universal ornaments can be applied to all the legendary armor sets we're releasing this fall. And for the listeners' sake, that oh, don't know, oh. don't know what the ornaments are. I mean, it's it's like a like so, to, to, actually, hold on, let me see. Oh, there's more here. My fault. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna finish this off, then I'll explain. They override the look of your equipped gear while preserving the perks, mods, and stats of the original item. So that's what nice. the ornament is. Boom. So I like that. I think that's really cool. I sent you guys a screenshot of like of like uh, of uh, what do you call it? a work in progress build of the Titan helmet, and then you see all the ornaments that you can apply to that helmet from Tess. Okay. 
Um, it says, any Eververse armor you have acquired in your collections will have its universal ornaments automatically unlocked for use on new legendary armor. For example, oh, up, dude? I think that's, I, I like it personally. I think that's a good idea. It said, for example, if the song in your heart is, to, why even say that? Okay, anyway, is <laughs> to have your Titan roll with the 2018 10-man-esque Festival of the Lost Helmet, you could put it on any of the new legendary armor coming to the game this fall. And uh, they have a screenshot, which I sent to you guys, of a work-in-progress build where you see, for example, the Noble Const uh, Constant Type 2 helmet, basically the gear you got in the in vanilla Destiny 2, like the, the, the festival gear, right? Uh, right. And then you see, like, all, the, in all these tests, Eververse helmet gear, or I guess you could say, I guess their ornaments going to be soon now. Uh, like, you know, you can swap it and make it just change the, change the look. And I'm like, oh, that's, I, I think that's cool because I believe some of the gear is kind of dope, but I, it's so random. And I, I don't know, I just don't really care that much. But like seeing it here, making it available, it'll make me, it'll make me uh, become, uh, be more invested in it. Um, they're also in evolving Bright Dust. Historically, the best way to earn Bright Dust in Destiny 2 has been to buy a bunch of Bright Engrams, shard everything from the Engrams, build a giant bankroll of Bright Dust, and then spend it when the Warlock Dire Ahamkara helmet shows up, the Bright Dust row in the last week of the season. We're going to change this. This fall, we're changing Bright Dust from a pay-and-or pay-to-earn currency to a pay-I'm sorry, to a play-to-earn reward. We're adding Bright Dust as a reward for completing Vanguard, Crucible, and Gambit bounties. We want all players to earn dust for playing, not for spending money, and destroying a bunch of items in their inventory. After you complete all of your bounties for the week, there will be an additional avenue to keep the grind keep grinding out Bright Dust. It's nice. also... What's up? I said nice. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's also been pretty uncool to go to the collection screen and spend Bright Dust to get shaders or ghost shells or whatever. We're going to fix that too. Beginning September 17th, Eververse items in your collections will cost Glimmer and Legendary Shards. If you want to keep pulling out that exotic sparrow that looks like a motorcycle until you get that good sparrow perk, Instant Summon for example, you can do that with Legendary Shards and Glimmer. They're also changing, they said there's going to be changes to dismantling Eververse items as well. <clears throat> Lastly, we're going we are changing the cost of pulling things out of the collections. Eververse items will no longer dismantle into bright dust. This fall, Eververse items will dismantle into legendary shards and glimmer. However, that means right now the absolute best thing you can do with all the Eververse items you don't use regularly, such as armor, sparrows, shaders, ghost shells, transmet effects, etc., is to dismantle them. Sitting on a pile of Midnight Talons or Metro Shift from your year one stockpiles, shot them for dust. That's right. Everything must go. Dismantle the extra stuff you have in your inventory. Build up a huge amount of Bright Dust and spend it on sweet stuff as it rolls through the Eververse store. Because on September 17th, everything changes. Okay? And on, seven, and, on, and on September 17th in 2019, of course, all Eververse armor, new and armor you've already acquired is being converted into universal ornaments. Number two, universal ornaments can be attached to any newly acquired legendary armor. Number three, Bright Dust is going to come from doing bounties, not dismantling things you spent money on. And number four, Eververse items can now be pulled from your collections with Glimmer slash Legendary Shards instead of Bright Dust. Now, before September 17th of 2019, they 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 say it's a good idea to dismantle all of your unused Eververse items to maximize your bright dust reserves, and this is all coming from Luke Smith. So I don't know there was a lot of information, but at the end they kind of just gave you the bullet points of what's going to happen on September seventeenth, September seventeenth, and then what you should do before then, right? So um, I think it's a good idea in terms of you know just uh, the Eververse store and because some some of the attests Eververse armor or gear. Does look kind of cool. I'm not gaga over all of it, but some of it does look kind of dope, especially for my hunter. I'm like, all right, I can, I can see me rocking all that, but it's so random, you know, with the gear you get. You're like, well, I don't feel like saving it. So uh, I think it's a great idea. I really do. Yeah. The, I like the Titan the... looks pretty cool. Go ahead. As, as like the archaeologist. 
I don't play my Titan often anymore, which I should. But, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to like it too. But, uh, Joe, you want to get something you want to say or add to that or anything? Yeah, sorry. I, I know there's a little bit of delay. I didn't want to cut Paul off. But uh, I like the uh, – so I held on to this uh, Hammer of Soul Titan armor because it looked pretty cool to me. Uh, so I have that, like, set. But, like, the perks are terrible on it. So it's really just, like, cosmetic if I wanted to look like that. So I like that they're changing the thing. But you said it's only legendary stuff that you can put the ornament on, not exotics? Correct. So exotics are fixed? Correct. Some of the <laughs> – Bro, some of the exotics look boo-boo. <laughs> that's true. I wish, I wish you could change. Like, even some of the ornaments, you're like, wow, that's, like, just silver boo-boo now. Like, it just still looks terrible. <laughs> like, thanks. All right, cool. I'm just going to I'm just gonna look, like, all cool until you see my face, and then you're just going to be like, oh. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Well, look, uh, this is – I'm kind of excited for uh, – uh, I guess for this last part of the, the podcast is we were kind of touching on the state of the crucible, just our experiences with, it, especially Paul having the worst day of his life and week. Uh, but <laughs> the state of the crucible, and I was I was wondering this myself. I haven't played PvP, I guess, in a couple days. But P, but Paul, I mean, I guess PvP and uh, and I guess on PC is slightly different. Uh, is different instead of um, on console, but. I know you guys have played PvP lately. So the state of the Crucible, is the meta still the same? Is it different slightly? I mean, from my person, from my experience, as of late, like the last time I played, I've seen that the meta seems to uh, curve towards the pinnacle weapons that are available to get, right? For the time being. So when I'm in PvP, I see a ton of snipers. I've seen like a, a bunch of the snipers more than anything. Um... I guess in Gambit, I guess because we're talking about PvP Crucible. I mean, Gambit, there's just a lot of bows, and then in Crucible, I'm not even counting strikes yeah. with the grenade launcher. And for some, what the heck is going on with grenade launchers? They're so powerful. What the heck, dude? Because I'm playing, I play a lot of strikes, or even the uh, the Menagerie. Like we melt people. Like I see people melt these bosses with grenade launchers. This is incredible. Um, but yeah, the, the state of the Crucible. Um, last time I was in it. I mean, it was just a lot of snipers. I, of course, I would get the, uh, I would still get the Dust Rock Blues and Luna's Howl or uh, Not Forgotten and War Club Coil combo, right? But you know, another thing too, uh, since since I brought up uh, the the hand cannon, Not Forgotten or Luna's Howl, um, I, I I believe it's still very effective. I've I've seen it happen. Uh, I believe I told Joe this. Um, I, I mean, I believe now. I'm not saying the the Luna's Howl hand cannon or the not forgotten hand cannon is, is butt cheeks now no it's it's not it's not crap it's, it's just it leaves i believe it gives other weapons room to compete right it gives a little a little bit of wiggle room okay but it's still it's still good um because the reason why it's so good is because it's a little to no flinch uh it, it doesn't suffer from bloom and it has pretty good inner accuracy and for those people that don't, don't know what bloom is is it, when you have whenever you fire a hand cannon uh rapidly you become more inaccurate as you shoot your gun. And I guess the range uh, or randomization of where your bullet goes increases. So when I say bloom, try to think of a a flower that's blooming. And as it blooms, it gets wider and larger when you go to the top of the flower. That's kind of like where the bullets are going or the possibilities of the bullets going. With this, with the Lunas Howl and Not Forgotten Hand Cannon, which is, I guess for the listeners that don't know, is acquired through competitive quests. Uh, playlist uh, it's a precision framed hand cannon so the flinch isn't there and you can kind of just spam it i guess one of even really say spam it because that has a fixed rate of fire but you can shoot as fast as you shoot it as you as fast as it will allow you to but you won't suffer any consequences of a uh, of it as if you were using a hand cannon that wasn't a precision frame but uh for me like i said just to go back to the to answer the question is this is the state of the crucible still the same? Personally, for me, or last time I played, it's a, a tad bit different, but I believe it's only different just because of the pinnacle weapons that are being brought forth. So in this case, the sniper rifle that's available to acquire, I forgot the name of it. A lot of people the are using revoker. Sli- Thank you. You said the revoker? Yeah. 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 A lot of people are using a lot you have to use sniper rifles to get that gun. I've seen a ton of that last time I played. But um, I believe once people get it, people are going to go right back to what's comfortable. 
And another thing too, War, War Club Coil, what I actually like the rocket, to be honest with you. I think it's a great idea. The problem is, if you're going to have a gazillion rockets come at you at once, you should reduce the tracking bungee. I think that's a smart move. And then they give, then they give you an ornament. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it, Paul? What do you call it? What do you call it? Come on. An ornament. Oh, catalyst? Catalyst. Thank you. Catalyst. A catalyst to improve the tracking of that thing. So you got a ton of rocket. I was going to say something. I shouldn't have, oh, well, I just thought of something. But you got, you got a ton of rockets coming at you at once, and there's really no way to avoid it. I can avoid a truth rocket better than I can avoid that. But um, but I would say, and the last time I played, the the the, uh, the the meta was a little different. But I believe once or most people get the pinnacle gun that they desire, it's right back to what's comfortable and what what works. So. I mean, Paul. I mean, Joe. What do you have? What do you have to say? What what's how's the crucible for you? I mean, do you think it's the same meta going on? Uh, I've seen a lot of different shifts. Um, I think the the big shift was when shotguns became relevant again in the beginning. Uh, I don't think we've I don't think we've moved past that. I mean, I know a lot of people snipe though, but I've been running into some pretty terrible snipers. So, you know, uh, I like that I could still use my recluse. Because if I close the distance on a person, then, you know, and they're sniping and I have a submachine gun and I'm right in your face, like you're, you're uh, going down. Well, since like, you, it, that's a hard fight to win with a sniper rifle unless you're really on, good. Now, on I've console. People, I've, yeah, <laughs> I've had some people hit fire me with a, with a sniper rifle at close range when I came out with a recluse and then, and then I just cried, but, you know. Well, but since you brought a recluse, um, I, I don't know if you guys recall this, Paul, I don't think you were here for this. But Joe, do you remember when we all predict, predicted, and Adam was there for this? We, we predicted that the recluse and not forgotten, uh, or whatever, uh, is going to be the new. I'm sorry, since the since the nerf of Luna's Howl and not forgotten, we we predicted that the uh, recluse is going to be the new meta. And honestly, I don't see it as often, or I don't. Think I don't. I don't see it as new meta though. And, and what I'm saying is, since shotguns came back, like, uh, it's there's more variety now. And I think it's interesting when when I bring some old stuff out, and I would I would challenge you to to try it out, bring some old stuff out. But I brought out Graviton's Lance the other day, and then all of a sudden the other team just switched over to Graviton Lance. So then we were all shooting purple crap at each other, you know. Like I, I think there's more room now to use other things, and people are starting to do that. And that I don't. Yeah, I, I would say I would say I agree on console. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like once you kind of get or or at least slow down a weapon that's at the tippy top because i mean even last word is good which i'm very even even last even though last word is really good the fact that it's an exotic will limit you know i guess if people are going to use it or not because it's an exotic and it will deter you know what i mean um yeah but yeah dude i mean i you know I me mean? I, I use my my hockey sidearm the afla afla flat dash whatever you call that thing a hockey sidearm and then i use my le monarch bow right and that's my combo, and I actually went against the guy using Not Forgotten, and I tore him down. I was able to compete. Like he was shooting at me, and I was like dodging, and I took him out. I was like shocked by that. Um, but I think that was a, that was a good move. But yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead, keep talking. If you got anything else to add, my fault. Oh uh, no, I, I mean, I would just say that my input is that I feel like they've added to, uh, enough stuff to make it to where like they're they're we're going away from this like locked in meta. Um. I will say some of the complaints about stuff. I'm like, like, so I was using my Luna's Howl a lot, and now I'm just like, this is just not the same for me. So it's way too like, slow. I just put it, I just put it down, dude. I haven't used it in comp, and I'm doing just fine without it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that affected by it because I kind of, I mean, me and Adam, we kind of have a similar mindset in terms of just being anti-meta. You just kind of stubborn that way. So this kind of. Yeah, but even Adam, you kind of uses meta. I mean, Aaron Till, a lot of people use Aaron yeah, Till. Yeah, so Aaron Till is definitely meta. He's like, oh, I don't want to use the meta. But I'm like, Aaron Till is a meta for fusion rifles, dude. And use that for everything. That is true. But but you know he would say, right? I was using it before it was famous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was using Hardlight in D1 before it sucked. <laughs> he's like, and now I, I haven't it. heard that name in years. <laughs> I mean, I could say the same thing. I, I mean, I used Mida back after it like went away like because it was like the gun to use in d1 before i ever played it and then when they nerfed it i was like oh i fucking love this gun and then everybody's like oh you should have seen it like 
a year ago when it was good. I was like, all right. Mm, right. And then what yeah, happened so D2? Like, Everybody okay. used it. Oh, oh yeah. I almost got sniped. Oh, yeah. Well, so for me, was was Bygones ever a meta for anything? Bygones? You know, yeah, I got it from Gambit. Yeah. That's my go-to. Bygones, gun, yeah. yeah. It was a meta. Oh, when they, Yeah. So what they ended up doing was when Gambit came out, did Gambit come out? Gambit came out with uh, Forsaken, right? No. no. Came no. out before that. Uh, it was out before that. I feel like I, I remember Bygones being good as a 390. And it's like the – or is it a 390? Yeah, it's a 390. And it I remember – But it definitely feels faster than that. Yeah, every, that's what everybody says, is that it feels faster. Well, honestly, the Bygones, it feels like a four-burst. That's what I thought instead of a three-burst. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I so I, my Bygones has got Kill Clip and Full Auto, and I've loved it the whole time. I haven't changed at all from it. That's like my primary. And – you know, I used to see a lot of other people use bygones. I don't really anymore. So, I don't know. It's just stuff shifting. Hey, Paul, mm. Paul what, do you, what do you think is the most uh, underrated, like, faction of weapons? Personally, for me, I think it's hockey. Hockey is, like, I think the underdog of weapons. But if you know how to master it, you could wreck house. The problem with hockey weapons is that they have little to no handling. They're so clunky, but they're very powerful. You know what I'm saying? And, I don't know, I just... I don't think there's a lot of wiggle room to master them, but I believe once you do master it, I mean, it freaking wrecks. I mean, that's my, that's how I see it. I think hockey is the, the underdog and I guess the least appreciative, appreci- appreciated, uh, faction weapon. What do you think? Um, yeah, I would say. Suros, hockey. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm on. I know Adam would, but. So what about Vesper, isn't it, or Vesper? Is that the newest one? Oh, I don't know. What I was that one auto rifle that's hockey that a lot of people are using for a while? Were they? Because I can't use that for nothing. I think it's too. It's oh, the half fan. half half fan D or whatever it is. Yeah. And then something happened with that, and then it starts sucking. They need, well, look, do you remember from D- Destiny 1, the, the class exotic that they gave the Titan was hockey? The F- Fabian Yeah, strategy. the Fabian strategy. I love that thing. Yeah. That was a hockey one, and that was good. Oh, man. I don't, I mean, I, don't, I feel like they should bring that back, man, and just bring back the perk. Make it an exotic. I don't really care, because we know that, we know that they're not going to uh, bring back class exotics anymore. Or at least the weapons, at least. But, uh, well, actually, no, that's not true. They have swords. You know, swords for the hunter, swords for the warlock, and sword for the titan. I just realized mm. that. Uh, swords. I guess, okay, important weapon, excuse me. Uh, swords. Uh, yes, yeah, that's yeah, swords. Anyway, all right, shut up. Uh, but, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, look, I think, yeah, I think they should bring back Fabian Strategy. I think that was because that was good. Because I think, do you guys remember the perk for Fabian Strategy? Uh, it, was like, um, it would increase the fire rate as you're hitting a target. I know that was one of them. I know that I believe increased stability. I think it was like increased stability and rate of fire as the magazine got lower or something like that. I think there was an, also a perk. I think there was a chance where you could get mag, uh, ammo back in the magazine. Yeah, yeah, and kills would yeah. regen some ammo or whatever. Yeah, but I think I think maybe, I don't know if there was a chance or not. But the problem I have with that weapon, I think the only caveat is don't, it only had forty rounds. So if, if someone's in close proximity, it's all gone. Oh no, that's what it was. Enemies within close proximity, it would like increase rate of fire and damage or something like that. It was better as people got like because think about it, they wanted you a titan to be. In the front lines, in people's faces, yeah. like in, you know, the enemy faction faces. I thought it was a good idea. It was a good idea. Just give us 60 rounds instead of freaking 40. What was the Tylock Ty one or whatever? Tylock? Oh, it was a scout for yeah, Warlock. Scout for yeah. Warlock. So if you had a full cool. super, uh, it would shoot faster and it would be more accurate. Mm, that's right. That's right. And then a hunter was Ace of Spades, which was very underrated. Yeah. Oh, I love the Ace of Spades. It, it was a little bit clunkier feeling, um, but it was awesome. I like that only hunters had it. I hate that like everybody can use Ace of Spades now. You remember? You guys remember Touching Malice, man? Remember that, <laughs> <laughs> bro? You keep talking about Touching Malice. I'm all about Gallahorn and Zala Supercell. Yeah, oh. Zala's man. That thing was so fun. Like small arms, 
Mm. Arc burn. Dude. Oh man, that Dude, was the, that was the gun. That was legit. Small arms. Oh. Need to bring. The, okay, so for the because I, I, I the reason why I keep speaking, I guess I, I bring it up every podcast. Dude. Okay. No. <laughs> and that's cool. No way. Uh, <laughs> so wait, small arms. For example, they need to bring that back. Definitely. Okay. And I guess for the people that are listening, small arms was a Destiny One modifier for strikes, where your primary weapon would just do more damage. It doesn't matter what it was. But I believe they made a good point where if it was small arms and arc burn, whew, yeah, Zao Supercell. Zao Supercell is where it was at, man. They need to, oh, Brunt. Prism. I think they got rid of Prism, actually, or put that on hold. Remember Prism? For Destiny oh, I 3? hate that thing. <laughs> I know. I did it in uh, The Reckoning. I just did it like today. Hmm. Well, speaking of modifiers, do you think it's a. What do you guys think? Do you think it's a good idea to include modifiers in the menagerie? I mean, it keeps you on your toes. But what do you think? I think it's uh, okay, I'm gonna be completely, completely honest. I, when I'm going through it, and if it's a bad modifier, I hate it. But I do think it's a good idea, and I appreciate the fact that it kind of switches things up a little bit in terms of how you can approach the situations, even though you're going through the same kind of process. So if it's blackout and you know that enemies hit harder and it's arc burn and you're gonna fight some hide, you're gonna be a little more cautious and change your loadout a little bit, even though you're doing the same encounter every single day, right? But if it's a different modifier that kind of benefits you more, then you'll play maybe a little more aggressively instead of carefully, right? So I, I, I like the modifiers. I mean, when it's a bad one, I, I, it's bad because last week was awful. I hated doing the menagerie with Blackout. It was just awful. But this week, I'm having a good time. I think, I think modifiers should stay within the menagerie. Do you think they should have their own modifiers or maybe something you can actually – well, that's not – it's matchmaking, so no. But – uh I don't know. What do you think, Paul? I mean, I don't mind it. I think that some weeks it's obviously going to be harder and better than others. I think that it's still a good idea only because um, I think about it from the – what is that? I think about it because I myself don't really raid with people so for me to do it it's kind of like it gives me that raid like thing where it changes each week i can kind of challenge myself while also being challenged by the people i'm playing with so i think it's not a bad idea yeah no i mean do you, do you think do you, do you think that menager should have its own modifiers or just go along with the the the, uh, the week of you know the modifiers that are in strikes Ah, just keep it all the same. I mean, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Okay, I get you. Joe, what about you? Do you like the modifiers being in the menagerie? Uh, I kind of, I don't know. You know, it's it's like uh, it's like nightfalls, right? Like you kind of pick on what you want to do for like modifiers when you change the card up. And for me, I just kind of like, okay, what are we doing? I don't really have. I don't really have a preference. If it's like blackout or whatever, I, I don't know. I don't really get upset about the about the modifiers personally. So it's kind of a kind of whatever topic for me. Okay, I got you. All right. Well, look, we kind of reached our time limit at the podcast. We got a little carried away with the uh, with uh, with the PvP talk, but it's, it was really fun. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. I think Paul feels better now. Though. I think he does too. <laughs> do you feel better, Paul? Uh, I do. Oh, so are you guys gonna buy the season pass <laughs> of uh, of uh, Shadowkeep, or are you just buying? Oh, Shadowkeep! I'm definitely getting it, dude. I got to see what's going on. Okay, you getting the season? Right, I want to get. We're going back to the moon, dude. Called it. We're doing it. Dang, I know. I'm, I'm 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 with you now, man. Because I feel like anything you say, it's, it's like you're like living and breathing a Kotaku, uh, freaking. I think they just listen to my phone when we're doing podcasts. I'm like, oh, dude, what if this happens? <laughs> and they're like, that dude had a really good idea. I'm stealing it. When touch of Malice is coming back, man. So I, I'm, I'm gonna freaking. Yeah, but see, you said that. I didn't say that. Okay, but can you say it though? No. Why are you? Why are you not my friend? Why are you trying? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> I don't know how to answer. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fine. Bring touch of Malice back, guys. Well, <sighs> It'll be modified to where it won't be the same thing. <laughs> Dude, oh, honestly, they can make it boo-boo. I'm still going to use it. I don't give a dang. Look, as long as they can hurt me while I'm still using it, let's go. I'm in. PvP time, baby. 
the bullets will be like your life force and you can't like regen back you just die no matter what <laughs> i'll still use it because we so ticked at being comp during the suicide gun <laughs> uh but yeah all right so we're gonna end the podcast here but thank you guys for tuning into the episode uh paul joe uh, but I, I do appreciate your time. I thank y'all for coming in. As always, you guys are the real MVPs. Uh, Adam is not here with us, obviously. Uh, we love you, buddy. I know we talk trash on you. That's just because you're the worst. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sound so serious when I said that. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's been quite the journey. It's been fun. But yeah, for the for those of the listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you uh, are a big fan or you are you you're enjoying the podcast, just continue to support the podcast by listening to the content. Um, as all I ask, just listen to it, okay? Now, if you if you want uh, more updates or you just want to see some random stuff, uh, just follow the social links. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and uh, Instagram. You could uh, just type in Wayne zero one one ninety three, and you'll find me. Um, I'm also on Snapchat. You can uh, find me. I usually do advertisements or random videos there or just something silly. But uh, on Snapchat, you can just add me at JordanWayne01193, and you'll find me there as well. Okay. And uh, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you guys are a fan of uh, just other games in general and, you know, you've had your Destiny fix for, you know, week after week, well, we also provide another podcast week after week with different co-hosts called the EBD podcast. That's everything but Destiny podcast. So, uh, we do that every single week, and if you enjoy it, just tune right on in. All right, guys, I appreciate y'all coming in. Until next time, we'll see you next week. See ya. Toodles. Toodles.